USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a streaming freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is Brett typing away in the background, Derek on online as well, um, Jules is absent because her job doesn't like her. Or she doesn't like us, one or the other. Oh, that We're picking all these. That could be. Unless they want to sponsor us, then we, then we could uh, sell out. <laughs> I'm going to boycott all these because there isn't one in my neighborhood, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I, not I, go in there because you don't go there anyways. I, I, I will tell you, Aldi, Aldi's got some decent food at times. It's decent at stuff. Times. But, <laughs> there, there's sometimes it's like the prices is almost just worth staying at the normal store. Mm. I mean, it, it's I worth having it's, to have a quarter to be able to get a cart. Yeah. Oh, they do that? Yeah. Yeah. So you return them. It's to help make sure that the parking lot is not full of runaway shopping carts. Uh, Keeps costs down so they don't have to hire somebody out to go pick up the carts. There we go. That could be a show episode. Runaway shopping carts. Runaway shopping carts. Episode 212. Runaway shopping carts. Dun, dun. (laughs) Our all-purpose sound drop. The all, yep. So, so does this. Okay, maybe not. So, um, I guess to start right, right off the bat, start the show with a little. Let's talk a little Star Wars celebration since it's. I told uh, you to close that door. You were letting the Ewoks in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, you, you know what the best part about the early Battlefront games were? Can't kill them. Setting up, choosing the sniper character, <laughs> and standing on a ridge and just shooting Ewoks, the little cannibals that they are. <laughs> <laughs> that was so much fun. <laughs> I, ah yes. And it's like you hit one just right, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> just like shooting the dog and a uh, duck, duck hunt. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that Did dog you... deserved it. Yeah, trick. <laughs> oh, when, when, when you when you fell and he laughed. <laughs> yeah, pointed at you and laughed, just mocking yeah. you. Yeah. So, um, celebration. We're looking at I don't remember how many days. Give me one no, second. Like, I, I think we're fourteen. Weeks, right? Yeah. I want to say 14 days. Going to Celebration's website, they have a counter. Oh, of course, they just announced Mark Hamill will be at Star Wars Celebration. No way. Nice. About time with that announcement. Um, We're 14 days away at the time of this recording. So, 14 days, two weeks. Crap. Until Mike's restraining order for Mark Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, now the big annu- the big announcement came Monday of this week. Dennis Lawson, aka Wedge, 
a.k.a. Ewan McGregor's uncle, comes to Celebration for the first time ever and comes to the U.S. for a show for the first time uh-huh. ever. Nice. So, uh, if you want your autograph with Wedge himself, his ticket prices are you photo op ticket is $50, autograph ticket is $50. So, get them it's both. Not bad at all. It's 100 bucks. Well, Mark Hamill, we'll just say Mark Hamill's right up there with Felicity Jones, shall we? It better be. <laughs> Mark Hamill, autograph ticket, 250 bucks. That is up 100, 125 bucks than what it was at Celebration, Celebration 6. Jeez, it makes a movie and look what happens. And then, <laughs> and then the f- photo op is $200. Wow. Um, Boy, why, that's a lot of money to pay for a voice actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> what 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 was that one sci-fi film he did where he became a like a a mech or a robot? Oh, was it Giver? Is that what it was? Oh called? yeah, yeah. See, there's well, a, other movie I remember him being in was uh, Corvette Summer. <laughs> uh, the Big Red One. Mm. Earliest role I remember him. He was the original Big Brother on Eight Is Enough. Oh, wow. was he? Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> if we if we want to double check, somebody double check his IMDb while we're doing that. And if someone else wants to go to StarWarsAutographs.com, uh, they list the autograph prices from previous shows. We can find out how much he charged at Celebration Six. Which was the last time he was here in Orlando, or the last time the show itself was here in Orlando. But I will continue on while all that's happening in the background. Um, sneak peek of the Celebration merchandise is out of what's going to be at the Celebration store. Uh, there's a really cool uh, three-quarter sleeve raglan shirt with a 40th anniversary logo on it. Kind of cute. There's a BB-8 orange shirt where BB-8 is done up like oranges. That one's actually pretty cool. It's it's actually pretty cool. Um, there is a Ray sketch shirt that looks exactly like the the same art. It's basically the same art off the um, the four day adult passes for celebration done on a t shirt, and, and it looks nice. If they have it in a kid size, I will most likely get it for for my dog. Ugh, bubbles. Oh, there we go. I will get it for. You um, get it for bubbles. No, I will get it for my daughter. Um, there's a Darth Vader graphic hoodie. That's going to be a hundred bucks, and I'm really not interested. There will be a Sarlacc plush with removable mini Boba Fett. <laughs> are, are you guys looking at the store, or no. is there a link on? I have the link on there for the store, right? No, probably not. No. All right, here we go. And you were uh, correct about the eight is enough. Aha. He was indeed played uh, David Bradford. Ding, ding, ding. So who went to StarWarsAutographs.com? I did, but I haven't found it yet. Okay. Um, so there's the link in the Skype chat for Celebration Store. We, a couple of us at work saw this, and um, I will just say we guttered hard when we saw the Sarlacc Pit plush. And when you see it, you will totally understand. And then there's a Star Wars, official Star Wars Celebration Orlando lanyard that looks like the Yavin medal. Which looks cool up until the fact that you see there is a standard J-clip for your badge to go on it. Like, uh, right. yeah. I'd rather have had the J-clip on the on the ring instead of attached to the bottom of the metal. That way mm-hmm. the badge could go behind the metal. Right. Yeah, so, that, uh, that uh, Starlock pit's pretty cute. That's adorable. But can you can you see where, where mines went gutter real quick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
enough said on that one, right? <laughs> uh, also, too, Repop has also been, well, they've been teasing the trading pin set for a couple months now. And of course, you pre-ordered uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 first, and then they offered Luke Skywalker and Yoda from the, the Empire Dagobah scenes, and then there was Lando Calrissian and Admiral Akbar, uh, which was the final one. And all three of those are sold out. So at the store, you could buy a Jedi 3-pack, a Sith 3-pack, a Bounner, Bounty Hunter 3-pack, the Women of Star Wars 3-pack, which may be for Zoe, because it's got three of her favorite characters. There's a Rogue one three pack that has um, that has Jen, Cassian, and K two S O, and depending on prices, that might end up getting purchased as well. And they're all dead. Um, and then there's Han Solo, Finn, Grand Admiral Thrawn, which that pen looks amazing. Hera, Zeb, Greedo, Kylo Ren, the Death Trooper, Stormtrooper, and Ahsoka Tano. Now, uh, the Jedi three pack, the the three packs, uh, be it Jedi. Sith, Bounty Hunter, Rogue One, Women of Star Wars, uh, are for sale in the show store, in the Celebration Store. Sh- Celebration Store. Now, there are blind, there, there's a, you know how you go Target or Walmart, and there's the, the blind packs for like the minifigures or yeah. other stuff? Mm-hmm. They're doing the same thing um, with the pins. Uh, there's blind two packs, so you could end up getting a Darth Vader or Jar Jar Binks. How ironic would it be if you got a pack that had both Darth Vader and Jar Jar Binks in it. <laughs> uh, Chopper and Ezra, Grand Moff, Grand Moff Tarkin and Chewbacca, Biker Scout and BB-8. And again, these pins are cute. I, I kind of like the Chewbacca one. I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's because of a show that I do and Derek does. Um, then there's a Han Solo with pin trading lanyard. So if you buy the, I guess the specific lanyard, pin tra- trading pin lanyard, you get Han Solo on the lanyard. And then there's incentives. If you spend a minimum of a hundred dollars in the show purchase, you get a stormtrooper. Spend a hundred and fifty dollars at the store, you get a stormtrooper and Ahsoka. And then the Death Trooper is only available to trade with staff members. Really? Yep. So, now, exclusive to the following booths are the following pins. Hera is available only at Gentle Giant. Kylo Ren, only available at Funko. Finn is available at Sphero. Zeb is available at ThinkGeek. EFX will have a Snow Trooper. Kodo US or Kodo Bukia. Kodo Bukia. There we go. I think I'm finally saying it right. As Greedo and Delray Publishing will have Admiral Thrawn. So, okay, go to any of those, get a couple of the of their pen, you know, make a couple purchases spread out over the week, get get a double of their pen, go find a staff member and trade for the Death Trooper. It's like a Easy, scavenger hunt. It is. It's sort of like what, what we do at Disney with the pen trading as well. So um trying to remember, I'm double checking, has there been other announcements made of exclusives? I don't think there is. Um I'm trying to think if there's any other important news about celebration. Um oh yeah My Mighty Marvel Geeks will be on the podcast stage Friday night, April 14th, from 7.30 to 8.30. And guess what? We've decided we're going to put it on Facebook Live. Nice. So you should be able to watch us from, from the show. 
and we will have some giveaways. Uh, potential guest of Mark Newbold of uh, JediNews.co.uk, and he also was a contributor on Star Wars Insider at one time. Um, and we might also have him on Wookie Radio and even here sometime later this year. So, um, w- like I said, we got some giveaways. Uh, we're going to have a t-shirt from Ripped Apparel, who is also an affiliate of all three shows, Weeby Geeks, Monday Marvel Geeks, Wookie Radio. Catch it on the homepage. See how I'm trying to trying to throw all this advertising. Well, not advertising. Trying to work in that plug. There we go. Plug <laughs> calls to action. Go to the homepage. Click Ripped Apparel. Helps us buy from them. It helps return back to us. Um, I'm thinking about dropping the Amazon affiliate because it just doesn't do anything. I've had it for years and I haven't been successful. But we do have the affiliates for um, superhero stuff, uh, which they will be at the show. So I'm excited for that to run into to the gang there. And um, Comic Bento is on there as well. I think I'm missing someone, but I'll double check later. Um, I don't know. Why is why is the site being so slow loading? Well, it's rebelscum.com, so never mind. They, they tend to be... <laughs> Well, they must be uploading some stuff to their site because it's slow. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's just being really slow loading. Uh, so, you know what? I'm going to go Jedi News real quick. Now, I do know um, we're still waiting. Uh, last I knew, we're still waiting on what exclusives are coming for from uh, from Lego. Um, and I don't know. It, it's still been somewhat quiet on, on the Western Front. Um, oh, Celebration's supposed to have a first look at Battlefront 2. <laughs> That, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. Um, looking on their site, they they don't have a list of uh. There's the pin list. They really don't have anything from um about more exclusives. I, it's been somewhat quiet this year with with the exclusives and what's coming out. It's like almost wait till the last minute. It's frustrating. I I, I will say that um <laughs> it is really frustrating. Um and just a heads up, double check the um, podcast stage schedules there have been some changes friday and saturday the 10 30 shows are no longer happening because of the last jedi and rebels panels um there's those are going to be like the hot two panels of the weekend um for sure and because of the the fact that they're going to be streaming to two stages and on the main stage they're they're expecting other panels to be hurting for uh attendance because of the anticipation of everything going on so um that makes sense so now Mighty Marvel Geeks is one of 22 shows selected to perform instead of one of 24. Nice. So, okay, cool. Yeah, we're excited. We're absolutely excited. Um, so yeah, that's that's all I've got for uh, for celebration. I take it you didn't find the uh, the story or the stuff on Star Wars autographs. No, it didn't come up when I when I tried the okay. site. All right, well, no big deal. We'll save it for another week. So, um, so we leave celebration news. Um, it's that con coverage coming up, um, which is okay. We'll just move on to the next group. So, um, I guess big trailer down came out today. What? Is it? Uh, yesterday, actually. Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it came out on Tuesday. Cool. And who? that would be you, Brett, right? With that uh, story? That's Derek. That would be me. Or uh, Eric. Eric. Whatever Never his name is. <laughs> Eric, Derek. <laughs> late for dinner. Well, it's kind of funny because it is a Marvel one. So yes. uh, if you're not aware, and I don't know why you wouldn't be, but uh, the, Spider- the trailer for Spider-Man Homecoming came out yesterday. A new trailer. And uh, it got me very excited for the movie. Um, oh. Very excited. Mm. Calm down. Calm down. 
and one of the things that gets me excited is the film focuses heavily on the wall crawler's connection to the larger Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is awesome. We got to see uh, Captain America in a video. Uh, there was Iron Man, <laughs> a few interactions, and it looks like uh, looks like Spidey uh, kind of upsets Iron Man at one point with his shenanigans. Tony Stark still being a jerk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We try and save, man. <laughs> I saw. Uh, I, I was I Team s- Cap. <laughs> I saw a meme that said uh, it said something about Tony making taking Spider Man's suit back from him and taking America Captain America's shield, and then it said something about uh, the Hulk's pants. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> They're next. <laughs> so They're going up in his trophy room. Uh, yeah, <laughs> on a big wall. Yeah. The, tra- the trailer gives us a clue as to what character arc Spider-Man will go through in Homecoming. After failing to save a ferry full of passengers, which that looked like an awesome scene, mm-hmm. Iron Man takes back the fancy super suit he gave Peter Parker in Captain America Civil War, which the trailer showed some more, really, some kind of crazy things that the suit does. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah like it had that the, the chest emblem, like, flies off, and, yeah. like, it's really, it's, it's quite a technological marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the book. I hope the movie does as well. <laughs> uh, see now, using a totally handmade Spidey suit, which kind of looked a little like the uh, old Scarlet Spider suit. Mm-hmm. With yeah. the sweatpants and stuff. And the hoodie. Yeah, and the yeah. hoodie. Yeah. He has to go up against Michael Keaton's diabolical vulture all on his own. Which, the more I see of that, the more I'm really enjoying. Mm-hmm. I think Michael Keaton's going to be awesome. Yep. And yeah. that, that vulture suit is just insane. Mm-hmm. The thing that I loved about it, not one scene of a... Uh... His origin story. Yes. <laughs> oh, we don't need it again. No. Well, didn't we quote unquote essentially get it um, in yeah, we Civil got War? Of it in Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Like a basic rehash of it, which is all you need. Yep. If you don't know by now Spider Man's basic origin, then go yep. watch one of the other origin movies. He, he, yes. he, he was hit by a meteor of kryptonite. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Which gave right. him which gave him the power of a of a so so when he got hit into that he fell into he, he fell into a vat of toxic waste yes. and he wears the mask because he's got a green a green face and white hair <laughs> Right? Yeah, yep. exactly. Okay. okay. Or, I'm sorry, purple face and green hair. And he gets hit, he gets his powers because he got hit by cosmic rays. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and his weakness is the color yellow. <laughs> And, and it looks like they're um, combining the uh, Ultimate Spider-Man with the with the Peter Parker Spider-Man. Yeah, it does. Or with uh, the Miles Morales character. I, I think it, with I think his friend. I think it's been stated that the Marvel Cinematic Universe in general is almost storyline. Majority of the storylines is coming off the the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, even though lot, Age of Ultron, of even though Age of Ultron and Civil War is normal universe it's some of the character backstories tends to go more towards the the ultimate universe 
yeah, storylines and stuff. And yeah, it definitely takes a lot from the Ultimate Universe. I love the Ultimate Spider-Man because oh. the regular Spider-Man was so bad. I know. <laughs> I love when that came out. It was so fresh. Was, yeah, that was a great, a great series. Yeah. Now the Spider-Man trailer also features an interesting Easter egg in it, in that there's a shot of a car with a license plate SM2-0563 that appears to refer to a. Amazing Spider-Man number two, which is when the Vulture made his debut back in May of 1963. And the director did confirm that. So that's kind of a neat little uh, neat little thing. I wonder if there'll be other fun little Easter eggs like that to catch. That's like somebody with way too much time on their hands to be able to catch that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that you know, somebody, that's like forensic level. Uh, that's somebody <laughs> watching the trailer frame by frame by frame. Yeah, right. I, I was about to say, you, you know that's what that person's doing. Okay, oh, yeah. we're going to click and click and click. And then the other thing is that they said they had to zoom into it to see the actual right. license plate so oh what's that click well it's almost like what they talked about with um amazing spider-man 2 you know to see oh look there's the vulture project there's the venom project yes, it's all yep. you know with the trailers all on the screen it's like okay how'd you know this unless you went frame by frame by frame yep and right. you're doing that i mean i love the trailers i and there's times i don't want new i don't want to know too much about the trailers but i i don't I almost don't want to go that far and go, no. okay, let me find it on my own in the in the movie. I don't want right. it spoiled. I don't want it spoiled in the in the trailer because somebody had to go frame by frame going, oh, did you see this? You see that? And oh, by the way, he drops his pants for 30 for 30 clicks of a second here in the trailer. I don't care. <laughs> That's why I like to watch trailers, not analyze them. Wait, we're, we're not supposed to analyze? No, we're not. Never mind. <laughs> it's just supposed to get you excited for the movie, which this trailer did. So mm-hmm. mission accomplished. Yeah, I'm looking yep. forward to it. Yep. I can't wait. Well, I guess there's already talk, too, that uh, Sony's looking at their exit strategy for after the Homecoming sequel. Yeah, they said it's going to be the only film. It's going to be this and then the sequel, and that's it with with the Marvel Universe, and then they're going to bow out. Not a really? good move, Sony. Not a good move. They haven't screwed it up enough. Did you, know, did right? you, not, did you not learn from the Garfield movies? <laughs> Did, did you not? Did you not learn from from Spider Man Three? Have you not paid attention to what Fox is doing mm-hmm. right now with Fox? They've only had three successful X Men franchises: Logan, Deadpool, and X Men. Mm-hmm. I mean, Days of Future Past was okay. I, I was disappointed in it. Did not did not like Apocalypse. Nope. And first class, I mean, it was good, but I thought it was going to be a total reboot, not, oh, it's a, it's a relaunch of the existing right. universe. And we're, we're using this. This is the Superman returns of, of the X-Men universe because X-Men origins, Wolverine and, um, X-Men three don't exist. Oh, please. Yep. So, well, let's continue on. Let's, let's head into some, uh, some CW news. 
Yeah, it's the um, Arrow uh, executive producer revealed two lines that the show will never cross. He's um, This is from comicbookresources.com or cbr.com. Uh, executive producer Mark Guggenheim revealed to Entertainment Weekly that there are some places Team Arrow will never go. Uh, for as long as he's involved with the show, the two things he'll never do is kill off Thea, Will Holland's character, or put Felicity in a mask and costume. Those, to me, are two lines that I think are just a bridge too far, which I totally agree with, but yet there was especially with that Felicity. But didn't they show? Isn't there a tease of Felicity in the costume? Yeah, she's going to be on Legends of Tomorrow, so I think it's an alternate reality version of her. Oh, right. yeah. So it's not official, but no. Which I which I totally agree with. I think Felicity is much better being how how she is and in a costume. Okay. And the way the way the road she's going down that I've been watching uh, Green Arrow is uh, looks like she may become a bad guy, <laughs> but the people she's been hanging around with lately. The hacker, yeah, yeah. the hacker group that she's been talking to. Yeah, definitely. Um, too many favors going to end up causing issues. Yeah. So, well, I guess talking about issues, how about did you guys know Black Lightning's getting a series? I heard some talk of that a while ago, but um, Black Lightning apparently. Uh, I guess there was a show. There, there was a show on. I, I can't say apparently there was because I know about it because my wife watched it. Uh, Heart of Dixie. Mm-hmm. One of the things, um, Ken, Jamie Kennedy is was on it, and oh, who's her husband? Her husband's the guy who did Fanboys. Why is his name? I, I've gone blank on his name. Anyway, she was on the show. Well, the, another star of the show, Cress Williams, will be playing Je- Jefferson Pierce, slash, aka Black Lightning. Um, the costume, which they're showing in this teaser photo, was designed by Laura Jean Shannon, who a lot of her film and television credits are the upcoming Jumanji sequel, uh, The Jungle Book, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Blade Trinity, Good Girls Revolt, and Iron Man. So, um, it incorporates some of the classic comic book look, along with the leather and armor aesthetic common to, to the CWDC universe. So do we just call that the CWDCU? Yeah. For short? Seems to be. I guess, yeah. yeah. Well, that sure looks a lot better than his original uh, costume with the uh, chests out. <laughs> now, um... <laughs> And high-tech, ele- and high-tech elements appear to be micro-circuitry, a.k.a. like Batman Beyond. So, uh, the first African-American DC superhero to have his own standalone comic title. Uh, Black Lightning is based on the character created by Tony Isabella, along with Trevor Von Eden back in 1977. Hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't Black Lightning originally created for the Super Friends cartoon? No. I don't think so. Are you sure? Yeah, that was they had Black Vulcan on. Is that who it was? Okay. Yeah. Then was there was there an issue then with the name, and that's why they called him Black Vulcan instead of Black Lightning? That I'm not, not sure, sure of. Because Black Vulcan almost, I mean, it's almost Black Lightning. I. Oh, I always thought Black Vulcan was based on Black Lightning, but now I'm not sure. I always thought too. So, um, so, but he he made his choice. You know, Jefferson Pierce made his choice. He hung up the suit and the secret identity years ago. But with one daughter hell bent on justice and the other a star student being recruited by a local gang, um, he got pulled back into the fight as the wanted vigilante and DC legend Black Lightning. Uh, executive for the comic or the show? I think for the show. Oh, because yeah, in the uh, Kavik, his uh, daughter is a, a hero. I think she might have been in the Titans or something like that for a while. 
Well, this is saying one daughter hell-bent on justice, which could be the hero, and the other Mm -hmm. a star student being recruited by a local gang. So they're Mm -hmm. saying he's got two kids. Oh, okay. So, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No, we got clarification on Black Vulcan, I'm assuming. Black Light, yeah, Black Vulcan was created for Super Friends because they couldn't use Black Lightning because there was a dispute between DC and Black Lightning's creator, Tony Isabella. Uh Mm. Or, Or to quote whatever movie. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a Mel Brooks film. I don't remember which one. Sure. So interesting conflict. No, that doesn't happen. Not in the comics world. <laughs> no. So, well, let's stick with the DC path and let's go right into, um, oh, I don't know, uh, the Justice Flop. <laughs> so, it has been, well, I don't know if it's official official, but IMDB has listed the runtime of Justice League and oh, we should doozy. be We should be scared. <laughs> we should be. The runtime is 170 minutes or two hours and 50 minutes long. Oh my gosh, they're trying to compete what? with the Hobbit? Uh, so, uh, I can't, uh. <laughs> I need to have an intermission with that thing. I know, right? It's the Justice Flees with the Wind. That is painful. <laughs> Two hours and fifty minutes. Wow. I don't know. I, that is of a super Zack painful. Snyder film. Oh. That is super painful. If it's that seems as, to be his thing, isn't it? I don't know. Those movies like super long. Yeah, was it three hundred like so. long? Yeah, but. And I know um, Watchmen was super long. Yeah, but Watchmen kind of had to be. Yeah. But, yeah, if it's... I, I, could, I could go somewhere else, but it's a family show. <sighs> this better be better than Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> Please. It's, 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 the trailers for Batman Heart Superman looked great. Yeah, that's true. And the movie was horrible. Horrible. I still hate that Flash costume. It looks like a Power Ranger. I know, I was going to say that. That Flash costume looks horrible. Now, here, here's Here's the here's the catch. As we've pointed out, it's Zack Snyder. What do we have? We have a great trailer. Right. Mm-hmm. What's coming? Horrible movie. movie. I can't even I can't even give him the benefit of the doubt anymore. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, maybe maybe this time it'll be good. No, it just and almost. I, I do have to admit, long. I like. Uh, I hope uh, Aquaman gets a lot of screen time because I love I love uh, what I saw Jason Momoa in the, the trailers. Yeah, looked awesome. I'm not crazy about what I've seen of Cyborg so far either. Nah, he he no, looks. That's, too- that's a hard character to pull off. Yeah, it really is. That's all right. Michael Bay helped create him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The other problem, the other problem I have with Cyborg is that he has in the comics he has such a big history, mm-hmm. and there's you know they can't do that in this Justice League movie, so it's like he's going to lose a lot. Look, Somebody look, was uh, the only like, the only human part of him is his face. Mm-hmm. That's that's not the Cyborg yep. I know. Yeah, exactly. You might as well rename him Android. <laughs> article that ripped apart the the sequel or the the trailer, seeing how bad it was. Really? We're complaining about the the football guy in there, which I'm I'm assuming probably had to do with the cyborgs like yeah. origin story. That would be my guess. Yeah, yeah, I would think so because he was a big sports guy when he when he was younger before his accident. Yeah. Well, apparently. Um, 
we've had Cinecon just happen, mm. and news out of Cinecon be stuff like, oh, Spider-Man Homecoming director confirms no connection to Venom, which is stupid. Yeah, it makes me wonder how they're going to make Venom work. But one of the big things was, um, on Tuesday night, Disney released a new timeline chart of their upcoming slate of movies going all the way up to 2019. So, if I could get the picture to pull up right. I know, you have, to go, you have to launch Twitter and then launch, and launch so, on Twitter. <laughs> so, according to the timeline, we've got already released Beauty and the Beast. <clears throat> then we have Disney Disney's Nature's Born in China, which will come out Earth Day, like the Disney Nature movies usually do. Then we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which looks amazing. <laughs> then we got Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, the final movie in this franchise. We sure about that? No. <laughs> um, we have Cars 3. Um, then I can't tell what this next one is. I can't either. It says untitled something. Let's see if I can find another. Is there another copy of this picture somewhere? Probably not. Um, so I'm going to try and go further. Then we got Coco, uh, Thor Ragnarok uh, yeah. in the fall. And then Disney Pixar's I'm Coco. I'm actually looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am too, actually. I mean, it's a Thor movie I'm actually excited for. I know. Yes. <laughs> I'm not lying here, folks. Um, then we got Disney Pixar's Coco coming soon to the Mexico Pavilion at Epcot. <laughs> Jeez. Then you have um, Star Wars The Last Jedi in December. It's a little movie. Then we have, uh, it looks like it's going to be winter, so I'm going to say somewhere between January and March, The Black Panther mm-hmm. in 2018 to start off the year. And then uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2. Was that Break the Internet? I think is what it's called. Oh. And the, the logo looks like an app. So Wreck-It Ralph goes to video game status to mobile status. Then we have Disney's A Wrinkle in Time, which I have no no clue what that's I'm actually, about. I'm actually kind of interested in, in it. It's a series of books by Madeline L. Engel. Okay. It's oh, uh, yeah. like a young adult uh, book trilogy, which okay. was a really good trilogy when I was younger. So oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know they were actually making a movie of it. Then, then we got um, Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. Then we have in May a Star Wars story, the Han Solo, the untitled Han Solo film. We oh, will probably man. we will probably get the title of that film at celebration. I wouldn't be surprised. Then we that have is a cr- the title. Untitled Han Solo film. That's the yes. title. Insert <laughs> <laughs> title here. <laughs> Han Solo say what? <laughs> huh? No, what? Uh Incredibles two. Which I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, then, the first one. And then Ant-Man and the Wasp, which if it's like Ant-Man, which was a pleasant surprise, it'd be great. Yeah. Then an untitled, another untitled movie. Then Disney's Mulan live action. Then Gigantic, which is the next animated. Then Mary Poppins. And then ending this timeline with Winter of 2019, Captain Marvel. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. They cast her or not? I can't remember. Yes. yes. Um, uh, oh, that's right. They did. Brie Lawson. Brie Larson. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So, uh, that's what we have there. Interesting. Can't believe how um, quick some of the stuff is coming up, man. Tell me about it. I know, right? Uh, some of the highlights 
from the was it yeah the highlights from the upcoming schedule are um of course comicbook.com has a slideshow for it um <laughs> uh, beauty and the beast born in china guardians 2 dead mental cars 3 thor ragnarok coco last jedi black panther ralph breaks the internet wreck it ralph 2 uh, it sees it's a sequel to the video game themed animated movie where the hero takes a show onto the interwebs. So that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I never saw the first one. I have to check that out. I mean, either. It's a fun. It's a fun movie. I I, I enjoyed it. Um, yes, Mulan. We did say gigantic is a loose ab that. A loose adaptation of Jack and the Beanstalk, set in Spain during the Age of Exploration. Huh. Uh, and of course, Mary Poppins Returns, which is the sequel that was never supposed to happen. Uh, so that's pretty much it. So, and, and of course, with Last Jedi, there was footage shown, but it's no different than the footage that was already shown that we've talked about from the shareholders, shareholders meeting. And it's expected to be the same footage that will be shown at Star Wars Celebration during The Last Jedi. Panel, which takes I place. going to be an actual trailer. Do you think they actually do an actual uh, trailer there or not? Quite possibly. They did. They did last year for Rogue One and the year before with uh, with uh, Force, Awakens. Force Awakens. So. Um, StarWars.com is supposed to be streaming the event. They're, they're going to be doing daytime streaming of Celebration. So as soon as I know where they're streaming from, I will try and do a, a walk-by, see if you guys can spot me. <laughs> I won't be missed. Uh, but the um, uh, what but I don't know how much of the panel itself they're going to be streaming either. Since the panel is like an hour and a half long. I know last time they did it, uh, they streamed the panel, but when it came to the trailer and any, um, film footage, they, that was, sh- any clips that were shown, they went to black. Mm-hmm. That way it's, it remained exclusive to, to the location. So, uh, but we can continue on with, uh, news from Cinecon. Cinemacon. They should just call it Cinecon instead of Cinemacon. Cinnamon con? Cinnamon con. Cinnamon con. That's down the hall. Yes. (laughs) Cinnamon con and toast. Yeah, they also showed uh, the trailer for Thor Ragnarok with some new uh, concept art from the film as well. And the Disney EVP of theatrical exhibition and sales and distribution, David Hollis. Uh, It's also featuring the return of the Hulk. Yeah. And this is from comicbook.com. And Brandon Davis, who is the writer for the site, was actually at the panel. And it uh, featured Thor in a Sakaran gladiator arena standing on the shoulders of the Incredible Hulk battling for their lives. Okay. And it says the hero will also apparently don the winged helmet that's often missing from the cinematic universe. That'll be sweet. About freaking time. Yeah, really. Right. But uh, I guess because they want you to see the star's faces, so that's why they want to cover them up. Yeah. That's why they always have uh, Tony Stark with his visor up so they can see Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. I think it's going to be cool to to have um, the Planet Hulk armor as well. Yeah. Which which now tells us that between uh, Age of Ultron and Thor Ragnarok, um, the Planet Hulk ends up happening. Mm-hmm. So, to me, sounds cool. Because uh, mm-hmm. I, I really like the Planet Hulk, Planet Hulk story arc. 
Yeah, yeah that was, was great. A great one. That was I would awesome. love. I would love to see it live, but I mean, if it takes place during the in between, then I'm no. I'm not worried about it. Looks like you might get some of it because when the, they're gladiators, like it was in Planet Hulk. So yeah, uh, sure. And I guess they gave a synopsis of what the the story is. Um, Thor's imprisoned on the other side of the universe without his hammer and finds himself in a race against time to get back to Asgard to stop Ragnarok, the destru- destruction of his home world, and the end of Asgardian civilization at the hands of an all-powerful new threat, the ruthless Hela. But first, to do that, he has to survive a gladiatorial contest that pits him against the Hulk. Okay. So that'll be a, a battle. We've we've kind of kind of gotten bits and pieces in the Avengers movies of them going at each other, but I don't think it's going to be anything like this, though. Right. Well, I have to see how it plays out. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. Well, there there was uh, something else major from um, from what you call it the uh, from Cinema Bond. I mean, Cinema Con. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose if you want to call it major, there was some uh, Transformers news, and uh, you know, some of us, some of us are big Transformers fans, and you know, some of us actually like the movies. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> Michael, Michael Bay ruined my childhood. <laughs> I don't know how you can ruin somebody's childhood if it's already happened. But anyway, right. <laughs> well, as, as George Lucas, they get the same thing. <laughs> I know. The, 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 the phrase "transformers" more than meets the eye. Yeah, when you watch the Transformer movies, it's very hard to see the effects <laughs> and how it's done because it's more special effects than you can actually see. Yeah, explosions. Hey, I like explosions. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess uh, at. Cinema Bon Con. Uh, <laughs> Michael Bay held a special panel where he and the film's cast showed off about 20 minutes worth of film wow, um, before the screening. That is actually, yeah. That's and half I wonder, the movie. <laughs> or at least a third. Uh, before that, the stars talked about their work in the franchise and says, Transformers The Last Night shatters the core myths of the Transformers franchise and redefines what it means to be a hero. Humans and Transformers are at war. Optimus Prime is gone. The key to saving our future lies buried in the secrets of the past and the hidden history of Transformers on Earth. Saving our world falls upon the shoulders of an unlikely alliance. Cade Yeager, played by Mark Wahlberg, it's a transformer. Uh, Bumblebee, an English lord, played by Anthony Hopkins, uh, which I still can't believe he's in the movie, but anyway. And an Oxford professor. Interesting. Looks like John Turturro is going to be back. Oh, nice. No, Turturro is going to No Shia LaBeouf. No Shia LaBeouf. No <laughs> LaBeouf. <laughs> no Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Yeah, they went from LaBeouf to Wahlberg. Yeah. Wahlberger. Oh, wait, never mind. One just opened yeah. here. I still haven't been down to it. One, one's been open here in Orlando for almost six months, and I've yet to go to it. One's been open here in Massachusetts for years, and I have never been. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, it's its hometown. <laughs> it says, Michael Bay said that this is the first movie that has ever been shot in IMAX 3D. Uh, there's, been, 
Are we sure about that? I don't know. Icon of a liar. Michael Bay? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, would, spend, I would call him out. We're going to spend the extra 10 to $15 million and do it right. Well, I guess uh, Mark Wahlberg is uh, coming back. Yeah. Oh, he says, this is not a number five. This feels like a brand new, fresh look into Transformers. Well, that would be lovely, but I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the attendee reaction to the film's footage is enough to make Transformers fans hopeful. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> they have wow. a whole description on comicbook.com about what the footage, what they show in the footage. And it sounds like the same typical stuff. <laughs> it starts off with fireballs crash into an army of knights. Barbarians chant as battles ensues. Uh, so it looks like it's uh, going to be a period piece, too. <laughs> At least in the opening scene. I don't know. I mean, you know, of course I'm going to go see it, but I'm still not. It's one of the few uh, comic book uh, cartoon action movies I can get my wife to go see, so I'll go see it. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. For some reason, she likes him. <laughs> my wife. Uh, my wife really wants to go see Logan, so we're probably going to go see that at some point before it leaves the nice. theaters. So yeah. I get to see it again. Awesome. My wife loved it. It was really good. Yeah, we we want to see Logan as well. So yeah, it's, uh, got you in the fields. Yep. <laughs> So, um, I guess to kind of wrap up the news, I guess when they, it's been leaked out about, um, with The Last Jedi, Star Wars The Last Jedi, there's going to be a larger, sturdier, and most likely a deadlier version of the Adats. Now, oh boy, I'm pet peeve. I was watching a video describing these, and the guy in the video kept saying, so, as we know of the AT-ATs... Wrong! <laughs> and I'm screaming at the screen, it's at-ats. Idiot. At-ats. <laughs> and then later on, the new AT-ATs, at-ats. It has gone as far as Pablo Hildago, head of Lucasfilm Story Group, came out and said, yes, it... It's pronounced the same way as you would pronounce hat hat. It's not H A A T H A A T. It's hat hat. It's at at. And the, the <laughs> ones that we saw in Rogue One is at at. And you guys are, are loving when I go off on these soapbox rants. <laughs> yeah. I think I just want to throw in cosplayers there just for the heck of it. <laughs> we no, we don't have time for that. Right. No, wait. I never said I was against cosplayers. I do love seeing cosplayers at the shows. It's I don't feel they need to be in the same autograph hall space as actual TV film voice acting personalities. Well, hey, so. you know, we all have things we rant about. And there we have uh, Mike's What Grinds My Gears uh, segment of the show. <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears. <laughs> and we need to make that a weekly thing. But, no, so these new... Um, First Order Heavy Assault Walkers are being nicknamed uh, Gorilla Walkers because apparently they will walk like gorillas instead of and will be a little faster. Yeah, when I heard about it, I was like, okay, this is uh, intriguing and interesting. I guess they learned about the uh, whole uh, wrapping the legs up thing from the hot battle. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But I would still think that might be a flaw. Mm -hmm. If it still walks like a gorilla, all you got to do is still wrap the legs up, haul haul Hog tie and throw a banana. down they go. <laughs> yeah, throw a banana. <laughs> it, isn't that what Kylo Ren is? It's the banana. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> the top banana. Yeah. So are they Imperials or are they First Order? Because they say the first, they kind of go. Order. Supposedly First Order. Oh, the classic ground vehicles. So they were talking about the old, the old ones in the Imperial Army. Gotcha. Yeah. Which, which which we see on the side um, during the big uh, propaganda stage. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. As you're looking out from the from the stage, they're over on the the right hand side. Okay. And when he's giving the big speech. Yeah. To the first order. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, interesting. Boy. Quite interesting. So. Um, so yeah, uh, wow! Is I'm that right? Forward to all, all the movies. Here we are. We're talking before show how we had 16, 15, 16 stories, and you know what? We covered them in a pretty decent amount of time. Knocked them out like the pros. Yeah, you know it. Do a little reading, a lot of discussion. Made it our own. Mm-hmm. We owned it like Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> We're we're getting into rarer and rarer form, so I yeah. don't know what that means. <laughs> to continue on with the uh, some final thoughts and, and the Star Wars theme, I'm going through and watching uh, the Clone Wars again. Ah, I yeah. just I just finished up the uh, storyline where Ahsoka leaves. Still gets me in the feels every time I watch it. I'm like I hate you, Jedi. <laughs> um, there's one episode that has a special place in my heart. Um, it is. Give me a second. It's from season two, I believe. Um, it's the episode, Brett, you might know since you just recently watched them. It's the mm-hmm. episode where they go to Geonosis, and it's like the zombie Geonosians. Do you know, know which one I'm talking about? Zombie Geonosians. It's from the episode... You sure that wasn't... Positive. It's, leg- it's called Legacy of Terror. Legacy of Terror is the seventh episode of season two, um, the 29th episode overall. And it aired November 20th, 2009. The official description, when Luminera goes missing, Obi-Wan and Anakin lead a platoon of clones in search of her. When when the search leads to a mysterious lair, the Jedi are faced with a horde of undead warriors. Now I remember. And and they had to fight the queen. Yeah. That was in there. Something special happened. Something special happened the day of that episode. That's the day my daughter was born. And and we're here in the, the hospital. She's not even a day old, and I had her laying on my chest watching watching the show with me. I mean, at, at less than twelve, well, a little over twelve hours old, she could care. Le- obviously, she could care less what was happening in the world. But that was the first Star Wars moment with my daughter and I. And two years ago, we just started the tradition where actually no, last year, or, well, no, when she turned six, so and she'll turn eight this year. So when the year she turned six, we I started the tradition that we watch Legacy of Terror on her birthday, and. Cool. Uh, First time she watched it, she goes, "That's scary." And and every year we we find something new, and then and she, I, I get the same routine. Man, why do they have to do such a scary episode? <laughs> Isn't that creepy. the one where the uh, the worms were cl- crawling up their noses and turning them against? Um, or did that come from that n- one? No. Yes, it is the brain worms. Yeah. Yes. That's the first time we see the brain worms. Yeah. And I also found so, yeah. a uh, Sabine uh, Black series figure oh. on uh, Amazon. How much? Uh, 23 bucks. That's not bad. That's, not, that's about uh-huh. normal price. That's about normal price. That's sweet looking. That's the adult one from Rebels, right? Yep. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, how good was those over the last two episodes there? Oh, that was pretty pretty decent. Uh, yeah, that was some good stuff. I, 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 I love, was it uh, Commander Toto? Toto? Sato. Sato. There we go. Yes. When he takes the... 
the um, the hangar transport ship yes. and just rams the Star Destroyer. Oh, that was awesome. And, and then the the one idiot commander, oh, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah, and uh, as always, Thrawn, Thrawn was awesome in that episode. Was that the final of the uh, season, or that still more? Oh, that was it. So okay. it, it just wrapped this last week. Yep. I put the uh, link to uh, Sabine in the, the chat. Yeah, it's cool looking. Yeah. Only if you scroll down, there's an, an Ahsoka one. And- yeah, I've got her and uh, Ahsoka in my uh, wish list. I like the 40th anniversary of uh, Obi Wan too. Yeah. I need to see these. Oh, one second. Oh yeah, Sabina's. Oh, that is awesome. That's the Black that Series, is, right? Yeah. And her helmet comes off, and that's wicked cool. Yeah. Well, Celebration, they're gonna have the. Um, yeah, it's gonna look like uh, the vintage card. They're gonna have the uh, Luke Skywalker and X-wing pilot. I mean, it's a it's a re it's a, a reproduction of the earlier Black Series. It's just the the packaging is gonna be different. Mm. That's gonna be fun. You should have a great time there. So anything else? Still haven't found the, uh, the autograph. Thing. Price for uh, Mark Hamill? Yeah. Star Wars autographs. I will find it. Hold on. But the site will load. Never did see Matthew Wood. Is he there? He is. 35 bucks for an autograph. As if he doesn't get so enough. Did, so what are you thinking of uh, Andromeda so far, Derek? I've not heard good things about it. <laughs> Um, well, I haven't gotten that far into it yet, but so far it's all right. It's not bad. Okay, okay. I mean, it's it's a little different, obviously, than the, you know, the, the original mm-hmm. trilogy, but, and, uh... The whole thing about the facial animations—that's kind of—it doesn't bother me as much. What do they do? Nothing. It just—they look a little weird sometimes. But okay. But I don't know. That's not—I don't know. It doesn't bother me. But I'm enjoying it so far. Oh, good. Uh, I can't believe somebody's. I was reading on uh, when I was playing uh, Mass Effect, the original, off through Steam. They had some articles that people were posting about Andromeda, and uh, somebody already completed 70 hours in it and did wow. uh, went through the main ending. It's like holy cow. <laughs> That's insane. That is yeah. insane. That's somebody who has n- no other life. That was a few days ago, so that's even been out for hadn't even been out for a week yet. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. is insane. But seventy hours of gameplay. Holy cow. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, I don't understand how people can do that. Right. Uh, Honestly. Um, all right. So I'm, I know I had this site up at one time. I just don't know where it is now. But yeah, it was it was crazy, insane what they were doing. Um. Well, I guess I. Could Got this one. Uh, Star Wars celebration. Prize history. I did this way. I know somebody had um, the autograph pricing. I thought it was Star Wars autographs that had it. Oh well. Um, but yeah, I want to say Mark Hamill was like 125 or 150 bucks at Celebration Six. I know we're going back to it, but uh, this one site had a total breakdown. And oh well, I'm sure it's gone up a lot. Oh yeah, sure. this isn't this is insane. Ticket pricing is insane. So, um, final thoughts? I think I had it. I think I'm all thought out. Yeah. <laughs> you want to remember what we thought about for the show title? <laughs> it was so long ago. So it was about shopping talk. carts? Ah, runaway shopping carts. <laughs> Story of Aldi. Yes. <laughs> well, if that's going to wrap it up for us this week, uh, remember you can contact us at WeBeGeeks at WeBeGeeks.net. Um, check out the homepage. Click our affiliate links for Ripped, for Comic Bento, for superhero stuff. Um, you can still buy tickets for Celebration. Single day tickets are available. Uh, just hit that Celebration icon on the homepage as well. Um... 
Oh, we had a request from Joe Carmagna to put a shutout, a shout out, not shoot out, shout out, a shout out to um, to everyone. Joe works closely with um, the Ronald McDonald houses around the country. Oh, yep. And um, he posted a thing that uh, the three Orlando area Ronald McDonald houses are looking for guest certificates so they can help shop for groceries. Um, the easiest one for most of you listeners would be Target. Uh, I have retweeted his post on Twitter. If you want to check out the link on where you could send um, the gift cards if you choose to do so. Um, it is a, a tax deductible contribution if you do. So and it's helping a great cause. So um, so please, please consider if you can. If you can't, we totally understand. There's no pressure. It's just if you can, please do. Uh, other than that, if there's nothing else, that's going to wrap it up. And uh, it's only one thing last that one thing left to ask want to know more so um the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club this has been a weeby geeks production 